All right. NWBlends.com, guys. Thanks for sticking around listening to our sponsor. But I wanted to talk about, I wanted to get into early Queensryche with Jason. And Lady Wore Black, or is it red? Lady Wore Black. Yeah, black. What do you think of that early stuff? Yo, they were like really progressive, like metal, right? Like just ultra speed metal. They weren't speed. I didn't. They were speedy. I didn't see that. But like, take hold of the flame. Yeah. I remember. I mean, they're not like Dragon Force fast, but they were fast for the time. I remember playing that song when I was in a band when I was in Blue Illusion. That was with Joel Tipke and Sean Gallagher, and we did that song. Uh, we also did Master of Puppets, which was all very challenging back then, I thought. But uh, hard to play. Queensryche really struggled for a long time with releases until they wrote Operation Mindcrime. Yeah. Well, one person wrote Operation Mindcrime, which led to drama over the years between Jeff Tate and who was their guitar player? I can't remember his name for the life of me. Yeah, right. He wrote the whole thing, and Jeff Tate sang, and he always got complainatory about the royalties. But I think what they did was, like, Queen of the Reich was a killer song. Yeah, that's a great tune, man. Yeah, I mean, all their stuff was awesome. Yeah, I agree. It's just, it's just I think they were always plagued by drama between them. I, well, I think so, too. I think, you know... Yeah, that publishing stuff and all those things that can really, especially when you you know when publishing checks start coming in and you're like, hey, your Lambo's bigger than mine. Hey, <laughs> you have money and I don't. <laughs> right. Because yeah, hey, I wrote it. Hey, what do you think of the band Seven Dust? Oh God, no. Really? You're not a Seven Dust fan. No, in no way, shape, or form. I like Seven Dust. That's cool. Yeah. Why don't you like them? I just don't. Like, nothing speaks to me. It just sounds like noise. Yeah. It's weird. Really? Yeah, to me. I don't know why. I just don't like it. I've seen them a few times, and I love their drummer. Okay. Well, good old what's-his-face. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of his name right now. But, I no, I think they're good. Uh, well, I mean, the records still say they're good. So did Creed's. <laughs> well, you may not like them, and that's that's fine. But I, I'm just saying. I just never got into. I it. liked their drummer. I really thought he did. Um, I thought he did a great job, man. When I saw him live, yeah. and uh, guitar player and bass player, I just. I mean, I like the the way they rhythmically write. I don't know. Yeah, uh, not every song is my favorite, but right. they've got some great songs. I think they've done really well. I I I. You know, they're one of the gooder bands out there. Yeah, I just tend to lean more towards like bands with a punk rock edge or like like something salacious. Oh, really? Yeah. Then you'll love the new uh, GNR album. I will not. Yeah, but uh, no, it's punk rock. Gross. But uh, you remember Guar, right? Yeah. There's a band that had great music, a great shtick, but never really achieved critical. Or commercial success, right? And I think their music was, but they did it was made average. 
I think they're, it's, you know, I, like that's the point though, because they were a punk band and they were like, our band's dead puppy on the side of the road. We're going to be great. And punk rock kind of fizzled out and heavy metal came in and they were like, what do we do? And they said, well, here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to dress up like space aliens and write the worst heavy metal we could think of. And they did. Yeah. I'll give them the worst heavy metal ever. And they I did. Mean, their music was not great. It's not supposed to be. Yeah, and it's not. It's a so joke. they achieved it. They did a really good job yeah, with that. It's a joke. What I why I love Guar is because they're because of their theatrics. Mm-hmm. That's what. Now, if that band just was up there in black leather, oh, it's playing, awful. I would never know who Guar was. Yeah, they did a tour Guar Unmasked without the stage show, and I was like, this sucks. Right. They also did another one called X Cops. Yeah. They opened for, I want to say they opened up for a Candlebox or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they did. And I saw them with Candlebox. They were, yeah, and they just, you know, all dressed up as different types of cops, you know, right. bicycle cop, street cop, whatever. And they were, uh, I was just, and somebody had to explain to me, that's Guar. Uh, no, I think Guar is a little different than this. He's yeah. like, no, no, no. That's the member of Guar. You know, members. Yeah. They're all dressed up as different cops. They call themselves ex-cops, and and I'm like, huh? I'm not getting it. This is really not good, and I didn't like it. I just, I just remember being bewildered. Like I had to figure it out. Right. And I, and it, it didn't work for me. Do you know Guar won a Grammy though? They did. Yeah, for the song "The Road Behind." Really? Yeah, I did not know they that. Never, they never <laughs> went on air for the acceptance because Dave Brocky refused to go as anything other than Odorous Harungus, right? With all appliances, including right. cuttlefish <laughs> on his crotch. That's and funny. No pants, right? And high heels, and he wanted to accept the award like that. <clears throat> Apparently, he was planning on saying, "People of Earth," right? Thank you for your meaningless accolade. <laughs> You're all going to die. Right. Something, yeah, yeah, that would be. And they wouldn't let him do no. that. As, they were not going to let him on CBS prime well, time. With a, you know, pixelated thing over his dong. and They're not going to do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> they turned him away. Oh, okay. well, so fair enough. A Grammy for the road behind. I didn't Thanks. know they got that. Yeah. That's cool. The only award they ever won was for the road behind. <laughs> That's funny, dude. When they decided to write that stupid, like, hey, so we're going to have a power ballad because everybody's got a power ballad right, right. after uh, Nothing Else Matters came out. Let me do this. I'm going to throw a question at you. Yeah. What's the one artist or band that you're embarrassed that you liked? It's hard. I know. <laughs> Right. Like absolutely embarrassed. Yeah. So if someone asked you today, who are you embarrassed that you liked in the past? What would your answer be? The closest thing I could think to embarrassment is I used to dig Debbie Gibson. Well, I think we all did at that age. Well, I was just like, oh, her music's good. Like I thought her music was good. Did you like Tiffany too? Yeah. I think we're alone now. Yeah, Tiffany twirling fun. around in the mall. I would say that's probably what I would consider embarrassing. Yeah. How about you? Uh, your mom. Wow. Just going to drop a your mom bomb right there. Sure. I don't know. There's uh, It freaks a lot of people out when I tell them that 
I went to Barry Manilow and liked it. Why is that weird? Uh, Barry Manilow is not known as a hip metal kind of thing. But he's like a cool singer. He's a good singer. He is. and But I just have always, that's kind of been a, a guilty pleasure that I have. I, I But you're not a man of hoe. Now, here's the... No, Are I'm not a man of hoe. No. But he... Uh, and here's how I went. It was a school... We're all going to the Falls, and I think the Falls bought us all tickets in the music department, and we could opt in to go or not. And so I went, <clears throat> along with all my other buddies, and he put on a fucking great show. Yeah. And the guy is great. And I kind of was like, huh, maybe I'm just kind of a dick. I went to a Tom Jones concert once, and I was like, What's up, pussy cat? Whoa. <laughs> right, dude. Great. I mean, Tom Jones, I would go see Tom Jones today. I would go do that. I would see that. I don't think really there's anything I've ever been embarrassed about. Because I didn't like Vanilla Ice. No, I didn't like Did Vanilla like Ice that. either. I've always been pretty good at spotting the just the, <laughs> the trash. <laughs> trash. Yeah. Dude. But I've there are bands that I like that my people in you know my circle of musician friends um, are just like you're such a dumbass. For <laughs> I get okay, so check this out. So I get a similar reaction when my musician friends find out I love the Donnas. The Donnas, yeah, really. Remember the Donnas? I do. They were awesome. Kind of L seven ish. Yeah, but they were like more like pop metal. No, great. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. I know who you're. Ta- yeah, I know who you're talking about. The Donnas were killer, man. They're a lot of fun. Who they, did Cherry Bomb? That would be, that would be not the Donnas, but they did a cover of it. The Runaways. Oh, the Runaways. One that's of my right. favorite bands. Yeah. The Runaways. That's right. Cherry Bomb. But yeah. uh, it's always nice to to see the. Like, hear that music without Sherry Curry, because she's god-awful. So, I went to high school with a guy. What is his name? I'm trying to remember. And I think his sister was in L7. Oh, yeah. And his other sister, and I'll tell you off air, his other sister is a news reporter here in Spokane, and Mm -hmm. is an anchor Nice. And has been for a long time. Nice. Yeah, she has a very big career here in Spokane. But yeah, I remember the first time I ever heard the Donnas, and I was like hooked because their first, their debut single was "Take It Off," oh. and I was like listening to the lyrics, like because I had it played in my car. I was like, "Oh man, this song jams!" Right, and then I started listening to the lyrics. And my ex wife's like, "Turn this shit off," and I'm like, "Why?" And she's like, "They're talking about." Oh man! Oh, they are right, Uh, right on. (laughs) Now, then I listened to all their other songs. Literally, all about doing it. Going back to um, bands that changed their lead singer. That was quick. Iron Maiden. Oh, see, that's such a. Phil Diamore was was great on Killers. It just hit me. I just yeah. I had to throw it out there, and I didn't want to lose that. But he was great on Killers, and then Number of the Beast wouldn't have worked without Bruce Dickinson. I think you're right. Yeah, like at all. And then Seventh Son wouldn't have worked. Like whole like most of Iron Maiden's built on Bruce Dickinson. I think so too. But their first album was good enough to get him in the door. 
Yeah. Oh, but here's something that's really crazy. What? Is Dean Moore was not the first singer for Iron Maiden. Very briefly. Uh, right. Who like, was their original, original singer? I want to say um, Barry Schwartz. No. Didn't they just He's do, a famous singer. Didn't they just do like a pub gig with him and that was it? Like yeah. they played a pub and then he went on to go do something else? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I can't remember. He's famous. I'm sure he is. I'm famous. When a man loves a woman. When a man loves a woman. <laughs> I'm giving you a hint. Yeah, a big one too. Is it... Uh, why can't oh, I no, that's this? not the right song. Uh, oh, I wouldn't think so, but I'm coming up with uh, the guy that does it. It's um, it's, it's on the up. movie Office Space. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it is. It is. It, it is. is. It is. Right. And I, I support the guy's entire catalog. Uh, what? Michael Bolton. Bolton. That's it. Michael Bolton. Right, right. See, that's like a mind-blowing revelation <laughs> for any hardcore Iron Maiden fan. Right. Because they're just like, no. The devil himself, the Antichrist fronted Iron Maiden for like a uh, minute. That is so funny. Michael Bolton. Yeah. I, I think I remember seeing that. Yeah, because it came out like when they decided to open a yeah. museum like of their stuff in England. And then they released a uh, they released like a decade album in the early 90s. And they had a list of all their singers, and Michael Bolton was the first one. Yeah, but yeah. then they had that single "Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter." <laughs> it was just amazing, <laughs> like just ridiculous song. But I was just like, "What is happening <laughs> right to the now?" Slaughter. That's funny. But when I saw that, and I remember other people talking to me when they saw it, they're like, "No," I'm like, "Yeah," and. <laughs> And they're like, how in the hell did the devil himself sing an Iron Maiden? I was like, apparently not very well because they kicked uh, yeah, him out. It, yeah. Well, that's probably what happened because they're trying to be metal and he brings out his uh, clarinet and starts playing it. Oh, that's Kenny G. I'm just playing, dude. I, all right, saxophone. Sorry. No, Michael Bolton. Didn't Michael Bolton play a saxophone? I don't know. Sure, doesn't he? No, yeah. I think that's Kenny G. No, I think Michael Bolton does too, dude. I have to fact check this. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's get... Hey, you know, if you need uh, additional income, you can always go to work for Facebook. Fact checking. <laughs> Does Facebook actually facts, fact check anything? Um, They fact check some of the stuff I put up. Well, holy shit. He does play the saxophone. That's crazy. And I rest my case, Your Honor. No further questions. Wow. I'm shocked. And that brings us to an end of this, another great podcast from The Great Podcast. Right. Folks, thanks for joining us on this impromptu change of topic, but we'll, uh, you didn't know it anyway, so it's all right. That's fine. But man, we appreciate everyone listening. Hey, folks, do us a favor. If you're seeing this and you can subscribe to it, like it, whatever, wherever you're listening to it from, whatever button's available, hit it. Except for if it says delete, then don't hit that one. But mash that like and subscribe button because the devil himself, Michael Bolton, does not want you to. Yeah, there does you not go. Want this message spread? Stand up and shout at the devil, folks! Thanks for listening to us. If uh, you enjoy it, tell a friend. Let them know about the great podcast. We appreciate you. Have a wonderful day, and don't forget to visit our sponsor, nwblends.com. Peace out. 
Long live rock and roll. Hey folks, Randy from The Great Podcast. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast and we appreciate it. Now take a moment and visit our sponsor, nwblends.com. nwblends.com offers the freshest coffee you can get available today. It's awesome. Coffee from around the world brought to you and roasted when you order it. The coffee, that's it. They don't roast it weeks or months in advance. They roast it when you order it so you get the freshest coffee available. Single origin or blended coffee, it's up to you. Drip, you can get it in uh, toddy, uh, espresso, or beans if you like to to uh, grind your own. NWBlends.com. This is the place to get your coffee. Maybe you're not a coffee drinker. That's okay. They've got you covered. Coffee is available as a gift. If you want to give the gift of coffee to somebody this holiday season, do it nwblends.com you can even just buy a gift card and let them buy their own coffee this place is fantastic folks you're gonna love it nwblends.com great sponsor of the great podcast you should try it you're gonna love it